What did you think when I uh, when I bombarded you when we first met? I had already seen you, cause I'm like your swag. Honestly, is top notch. <laughs> we won't say top notch. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, it's, I, I went it's, a little overboard with that. <laughs> top top notch is a bit much. It's um, it's like it's demanding. Demanding. It's demanding. Like okay. if you walk in a room, I have to double take, cause I'm like. I'm marking this right now. What that I, nigga wearing? <laughs> I'm Who is that? that? Who is this nigga? Yes. <laughs> yes. I am I am cutting that audio out and sharing it with everybody I know. We're so happy that you downloaded. Yo, 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 what's going on out there, world? How we doing in shit? Welcome to Steezy's Trap House. This is your boy, Steezy, and it is show motherfucking number 277. Yes, indeed. It is show number 277. Did you enjoy my uh, yeah, that was, my over-the-top nonsense? I needed it. I needed it. <laughs> really get the, the floor started. Hey, <laughs> see, that gives me all of the confidence in the world to move forward with this. It makes me feel like I might actually know what I'm doing around here. Welcome to Steezy's Trap House. This is your boy, Steezy. It is show number 277, as I have previously stated. It is a beautiful, beautiful Thursday evening in Orlando. Didn't get rained on today like I thought I was going to. A little bit, a little, a little smattering, but you know, nothing crazy. Not like the past fucking days where it's been monsooning like I don't even know what. And I've been over in Tampa too. The monsoons are real out in Florida right now. Don't understand why. You know, I'm okay with the light Florida showers. These Florida monsoons, not fucking with it. Florida, step your game up, get shit together. I'm over it. Thank you, please, and thank you. Signed your friend, Brandon. All right. Anyways, it is Steezy's Trap House, and we do, of course, have a special guest with us in studio for the first time, very first time. Even though we've technically met in a past life, and by past life, I mean like two or three years ago, but in studio, we've got renowned local artist. Wow. I know. I know. (laughs) I went there. Yes, I said it. I mean, technically, if you've been nominated for something, you could be considered as renowned, I would say. I will happily take that. Take it. Just take it. We've got the artist known as Ren King in this bitch, also known as Renee King. What's good, world? <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Um, I'm pretty good. Just, uh, just another day in the life which is always very chill from start to finish. I'm glad to hear that. I hope that my my introductory tea helped with the chillness. Yes, the, I needed the green tea, yes. the throat, the tonsils, everything's yes. ready to go. Literally, as soon as she walked in the door, my tea kettle went off because it was like, oh, she's here. It's time for tea. See, I knew. I told her before we started. I was like, I knew for some reason. I just knew in my mind she wanted some tea. It was like, maybe it was a stereotype, but it was like one that worked successfully for you. Well, what was the stereotype, you think? What, what, where's the stereotype I here? might like look like somebody who drinks tea, you know? Okay. Do I look like somebody who drinks tea? Um, 
not i wouldn't be able to guess what kind of tea but okay i could definitely see you being a tea drinker i'd say mushroom tea probably yeah, would yeah, be the yeah. kind i'd be drinking that's a good prediction for you you know i'm actually you know actually it's funny that we uh you know, before i even say that please do your do your shout outs uh where can people find your social media your content all of this good stuff because you have a lot of shit yeah i have like 15 different instagrams yes. um well my personal one is rinkin which i don't know it's like if you want to watch me smile and hang out with my friends that's the one then i have art of renkin that's where i actually put my visual paintings and digital art and stuff like that i like how you worded that by the way <laughs> if you want to see me smile and hang yeah, out with you my know, friends like i know like it's funny when people meet me uh when they ask for my Instagram, it depends on like what kind of interaction we're having, which one I give them. Cause like if it's an art interaction, I obviously want to give them the art one. Of course. But if it's like we're friends now, then it's like here's my personal Instagram. I don't know. And then I have one for clothing, um, called Ruku Customs. That's like my favorite one right now. So definitely check say, it out. I was gonna say some fireness coming coming from that shit. I must say. And I the, feel the it. sweater you're wearing is uh, is yours, right? Yeah, this is a this is a new one. It's a collaboration with my friend Gary. This shit is fire. I'm so happy with it. Ah. This shit is very fire. Thank I must you. say. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. I'm getting like more comfortable with like experimenting with like different designs for clothing because it's when I first started, I felt like. Um, like kind of limited because I only knew so much about screen printing and mm -hmm. as I've like gotten more into it I'm just like finding out all these different like methods and alleys I can go down and I'm just like oh my god I can't get enough of it oh, we're gonna get more into this most definitely oh I remember what I was going to say yes I've actually never drinking mushroom tea before I cannot say I have either I've heard from a lot of people that you know the the stereotypical thing about mushroom tea is that it hits you harder but it doesn't last as long. So like those six hours mm. that you're usually known to, to trip for sure while eating mushrooms, it's just not, not a thing. I've heard like that it's better for people who have like queasy stomachs because it's like if you eat mushrooms and they're like really disgusting, you might like start getting hung up on that. But the tea can be like kind of a maybe like an introductory to it, you know? I think anybody who's eaten mushrooms multiple times before has definitely had the... The queasy stomach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, that time. It's like uh, like any drug that exists in the world. You're literally poisoning yourself yep. on purpose. Yep. So it only makes sense that you have a reaction to yep, it. Yeah, your body's trying to reject some <laughs> of this shit. It's like, what are we doing here, guys? Let's get this shit out of here. Uh, you can follow, subscribe, download, listen to The Trap House for free. Always, always. As you should. Home. Yes, always. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, any of those lovely services, or our website. You can download and listen right off that bitch to any of those places. Always free. While you're in the Apple Podcast store, people, if you're listening on your iPhone right now, take your iPhone out, search Steezy's Trap House, write me a review. You can write whatever you want. You can say it sucks. I don't even care. As long as there's a review there and you leave some type of star rating do a five star rating but if you leave some type of starry rating for me that will make me oh so happy and it'll only take you 20 seconds of your life probably the duration of me telling you to do it right now on the podcast while you're listening to it so just go ahead and do that just why not? might as well it makes sense what you else know? are you doing at this very moment you know what i fucking mean <laughs> just listen to us just bullshit about this star review that you should be leaving right now in so. fact you know i'm gonna leave one after this for our See podcast what i mean my g my g i knew she was a real mm -hmm. one i knew it i knew it 
You can also find us on social media, Twitter at Steezy Trap House, Instagram at STH Show, like our Facebook page, join the Facebook group. Nobody even goes on Facebook anymore, but do that shit if you want to, I guess. It's whatever to me, honestly. Uh, you can. I, I say that more and more every episode now. I feel like I shouldn't. I should. What? I should be directing people to actually like participate on Facebook. But I'm not even participating on Facebook in the first place. So it's just a war zone at this point. It is. It definitely is. I only enter if I'm ready to argue. Twitter's kind of a war zone too. Yeah, but it's like a lawless war zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I'd say that. Facebook's definitely. like a you know this first that war zone for sure it's oh yeah for sure i feel like anything you comment on in facebook no matter how benign you think it may be you're just like stepping on a fucking landmine yeah truly it's not good not good i've yet to learn the lesson for whatever reason yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny you say that because i think i'm in the same boat i am in the exact same boat it's like you think it's gonna change yeah and then, and then you see something and you're just like oh like, i gotta say something i gotta voice this <laughs> anger and frustration and then it never goes and anywhere And then 20 positive. minutes later, you're like, I'm going to go ahead and delete. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to yep. turn these notifications <laughs> off and actually do something with my life. Yep. Yeah, that's usually how it happens. But, you know, damn you, social media, sucking us in in your ways. Avoid. I know. I know it. Uh, oh, yes, Amazon. You can support the show with our Amazon link. Find the Amazon link on our website underneath any of the podcast posts. Anytime you buy something on Amazon and you use that link, they kick us some money back from your purchase. Hey. Doesn't cost you anything extra. We get money. You get your shit from Amazon. Bing, bang, bong. We done, son. Everybody eats out here. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. <laughs> I like your hand motion. See, this is this is what I like about the podcast. Yeah, they don't know what I'm doing over exactly. here. Exactly. Our hand motions are for us and us alone. <laughs> She's chopping it up right now. Ninja style. <laughs> ninja style anyways uh you can also support the show with our represent store buy a t-shirt off our represent website represent.com slash store slash sth show last but not least if you would like to ask a question for us to answer for you on the show if you want to record a voice memo on your phone and send that bitch over and i can play it on the show and listen to you and make fun of you directly afterwards email that over steezy's trap house at gmail.com or you can just DM me on any of the social medias, whatever, it doesn't matter, and ask your question there. And if you want a free sticker, let me know. Send me your address. I will send you one and one free sticker alone. That is it. <sighs> Plugs are done. I feel Man. I know. It's you've like got it down to a science though. It's a whole thing now. Yeah. It's, it's like seems like a checklist in your brain. It is. Definitely. There's always those moments when I right before I hit the next one where I pause for like a second and a half and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. It clicks back into place there. So my friend Renee, where are you from originally? Um, I'm from Tampa, Florida. Oh. A very, very long 18 years that I lived there. So this sounds like no moving around or anything. Just Tampa, the just city of Tampa. Full on Tampa. Yeah. Just as Tampa as I, I can be. How do you feel about that? Because I don't know if like, I mean, I, I kind of put on, I guess, maybe a voice for the podcast ish mm -hmm. that I'm usually very monotone. You're kind of monotone as well. You know, so. I actually get that a lot. And it's funny because like, you know, half the time, like I like to consider myself an oxymoron because half the time I'm like, 
extremely theatrical, rambunctious, and whatever. And then the other half of the time, I'm just monotone and chill. So yeah, I think we're I think we're on the same wavelength yeah. there. Then no, definitely. you'll see though. There's different sides to the coin. I get that a lot just for myself specifically because I'm super fucking sarcastic. Right. And no one, a lot of people sometimes just can't tell whether I'm being sarcastic or not just because I'll say a deadpan. So when you were saying this about Tampa just now, oh, like your it long sounded eighteen like, years. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it's just because like most people are like, oh, well, I was born in Brooklyn and then I moved to you know here and then I my dad had a job offer and I'm just do like, all, do I'm all from, people from Tampa. Do all people from Brooklyn speak in that uh, that no, royal no, accent? No, that's definitely that's some <laughs> other world. Um, but yeah, everyone has like some crazy, interesting childhood, and like not to say mine wasn't super cool and awesome, and I didn't eat gushers a lot, but I just like lived in Tampa. For a long time how in the you, same home and how stuff. How do you feel about gushers? Um, gushers are good, but I also have like, I wouldn't say I grew out of a sweet tooth yet. I'm still like, I have my cravings, but I just don't crave that like straight syrupy sugar anymore. So like in I the past, that. man, I loved gushers. Um, my teeth hated me. It's and been years since I've had a pack of gushers and I, I think the same thing. My teeth are probably happy that yeah. I haven't done it in a while, but. I don't even think it's like actually real anything. That's what bothers me now. My very obnoxious work phone is ringing in the other room right now, which we can both hear, and it's a uh, an earth-shattering phone ring. No, no, it's it's kind of like adding like a layer to this. It is. Know? I'm wondering if people can hear that actually, because it is way over there, but it's like loud and shrill. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not sure. Like, I wasn't sure if just now I heard it in the headphones <laughs> or from outside. I think it's a little of both because it is that fucking loud. Well. I had a uh, sugar cheat day today, actually. I had one of those new, uh, you know, like the new Reese's that they make with the Reese's pieces inside like, of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had that today. Oh, man. And a pack of Sour Patch Kids. Mm. I know. I never eat sugar like that. And I just today, I don't know why. I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm yeah, going in. I get those. Like my specific craving comes for chocolate. Like that's my thing. Like what's your specific chocolate of choice? Um, the choice chocolate. Oh, jeez. Chocolate choice. Uh, If I had to pick, I'm going to go with. Let's just give top three. How about that? You okay, don't have okay, to. You don't okay. have to do that's that. That's way less pressure. Yes, okay. exactly. So I'm going to go with. I could see the pain in your eyes. <laughs> Like, you know the chocolate that's, like, salted and it's, like, in a bar? Oh, do I? Oh, my God. That's, like, definitely in the top three because it's just, like, this... I, n I now, like, really love the savory and sweet together. So, the salted chocolate bars are so good. Yes. Um, I like peanut butter a lot. So, like, yes. peanut butter M&Ms. Love <sighs> those. Um, hmm. You're speaking my language here. What am I going to put as my number three? I'm going to go with Twix. Twix, okay. Yeah, a little caramel in the works. All right, maybe. all right. I don't know. It might change tomorrow, but if I went to a gas station right now and I was like, I need chocolate. Those three are going to be the yeah, ones coming home yeah, with you? Yeah. Definitely. I feel that. Have you ever fucked with those? Uh, do you fuck with like Ben and Jerry's ice cream at all? Like the yes, pints? yes, yes, yes. Have you ever had one of those core things that they have? It has like, no, I haven't had one. I know what they are. They're like the cookie in the middle. Ooh, I haven't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Is it just like cookie dough? Buddy. A ball of cookie dough? <clears throat> well, they do separate things. Like, uh, I think one of them is like a brownie core. Okay. And so I think one of them has like cookie dough in the middle, but others are just like, it's just like a chunk of just chocolate shit in the middle. Just for you to like oh, have man. at your dispensable. Oh, <laughs> man. It's so fucking that good. That sounds dangerous because like, usually if I get a pint of Ben and Jerry's, I'm like, 
I almost like eat the whole thing in one sitting. I'm right there with you. So like that sounds like I'm gonna like get a stomach ache. See, and Ben and Jerry's knows what they're doing too because they, they really do. They know everybody who's buying a pint is going to, to they're gonna eat it. the whole thing or have to resist eating the whole thing. And then like if I don't eat the whole thing, I only leave like the smallest amount. So it's like might as well just like finish it off. It's just not right what they do. It's not. It's not right whatsoever. Except for the tonight dough. Have you had that flavor? I have had the tonight dough. That has become my favorite. It used to be half baked. I am now a tonight dough kind of gal. All right. Are you are you a Fallon guy also or Fallon girl? Excuse um, me, Fallon guy. I don't really watch TV all that much, but uh Good on you, mate. So, like, no, I guess not. <laughs> I couldn't tell you any time I've ever seen The Tonight Show. So, I mean, yeah, I'm right there I with you. I don't think I've seen it. Maybe once or twice. I think nowadays those things only just go to clips. Like, people don't watch exactly. that shit anymore. Exactly. It's like the same thing with Saturday Night Live. Only the good Cl- skits, yeah. I suppose, get posted. And, and then you just watch them on YouTube or something. Exactly. Anyway, so back to Tampa and Gushers. I'm glad that you had a, a wonderful childhood eating gushers <laughs> and destroying your teeth. Yes. Even though you don't do it anymore. Uh, what area of Tampa Lake? Like, I mean, I'm not from Tampa specifically. So if you're in, you were like in Tampa proper. Um, I was in the suburbs, like uh, north of the city. So like it's an area called Carrollwood or okay. Citrus Park. I got Shout nothing. out my people out there <laughs> in Citrus Park. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, like it's just like a little suburb and it's pretty chill. Word. Yeah. What'd you do growing up as a kid? Um. Did you get into art quickly? I, yeah, my mom actually put me on to art when I was so young. She's been an art teacher for a lot of her life. So, oh. yeah, it always, like, that's always the response I get from that. So, like, I would help her when I was really young in some art classes and stuff and just be, like, a little assistant with my, like, miniature tiny self (laughs) and like pass things out or whatever and then like as I got older I kind of didn't really make a lot of art until high school um I just would like doodle mostly on paper and never really make something like a serious piece and then like when I got to high school I started painting and I was like my mind exploded because I was just like oh I get it now and I would take like all kinds of art classes and stuff in high school gotcha yeah that's what's up what kind of things were you doodling at first do you Um, remember yeah I totally can remember like you know those nautical stars that people a lot of people have tattooed on them those (laughs) like like dude (laughs) it's almost like its own uh genre of art like that like middle school doodles like uh, so it'd be like nautical stars, like famous stars and straps logo. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. Like why? I don't wow. know. But I was drawing that all the Oof. time. Wow. I'll give you props on that. You know, that is a very middle school drawing. Right Literally. There. And then just like all have, kinds of stuff. Did you like have that. any of those S's right there? That is, are this, draw- is that it are, the Superman one? I haven't. I guess. No, that's not the. I don't think that's a oh, Superman S. Yeah, yeah. No, those were like more like elementary school. Okay, word. True that. If I'm like breaking it down. Whoever did those also on the banner drew them backwards. They did. <laughs> yes. Or maybe the, the two on the right side are drawn backwards, right? Or no, they're all they're drawn all backwards. They're all drawn backwards. What an idiot, whoever that was. Maybe it was like on purpose. I don't think so. Because I think whoever did it drew them and then realized afterwards they were like, like oh, ah, shit. I, did this. I connected the <laughs> wrong two lines. Yeah, damn it. I drew them wrong. <laughs> you know, sometimes it happens. So were you into any other like extracurricular things growing up? Or? Um, I actually used to play volleyball. I really like hey! volleyball a lot. I want to like setting? bring it back into my life. Actually, no, I would pass. I was okay. like, I was in a position called libero. It was like, uh 
the person who wears like the opposite colored jersey in the back row that yes. just passes the whole the whole game because like I was just too short to spike. Gotcha. Uh, so they would totally never allow me to be on the front line, which I get it. You know what I mean? Like I definitely compared to the like six foot, however tall girls, like I could not do that. It's understandable. Um, Wait, so did you not have the soft hands to set though? No, I didn't really have the hands to set. <laughs> yeah, no, I just didn't have that. Talent. That's a that's what I did whenever I played. I still like, and I can like, you know, I can like do those things and I enjoy those things, but I guess they just like to put me to my full potential where like, you're just going to like dive around in the back row and like, you know. You know, I because I grew up watching my sister play. She played a uh, city volleyball as well and all that stuff. So that's kind of how I got into playing a little bit. I never played like on a team or anything, mm-hmm. but I just grew up around the sport. Um, I've never known what the person in the other colored shirt was called until now i got you that is like if i ever tell someone that that hasn't played volleyball though they're just like puzzled so i don't usually like whip out that word unless it's like an actual like conversation word i I gotcha i gotcha um but i really like truly truly want to get back into volleyball i like miss it a lot and i'm so inactive these days that it'd be nice to just have something to get me like i feel that out of my stew you miss having the big ass knee pads on oh my god no (laughs) (laughs) i miss everything but that (laughs) those knee pads are serious yeah yeah that's so funny i almost like forgot that part but yeah like when you're done with your game and they just like sit on your ankles uh it's such a like phase of my life that i like don't revisit a lot so it's nice to just like have these nostalgic moments yeah for sure the only thing i can think about with knee pads of that stature is just the sweat that collects in the back of it yeah they're like and and then like it like starts to crease back there Mm -hmm. and then it just gets like chafy oh god i can't even you ever fuck with beach volleyball at all um a little bit like not serious at all just like messing around with friends because it's incredibly difficult (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) Yeah, like Like, it's like twice the work because you're basically like running through quicksand is what it feels like but I I think that would be the way to go if I like got back into it just because it would be like, you know, it would kick my ass and I'd be like, oh, shit, like this is actually a workout. Wow. There's there's courts right up the street from myself. I just saw them <laughs> on the way here. There's always people playing. Over yeah. There. Yeah. That's always. And every time I look over there, I'm just like, not today. Yeah. <laughs> same. Same. Honestly, I made I like made some posts about it randomly about like, oh, we should all get together and do a pickup game and like. 10 of my friends said they were down and I was like, all right, well, if I hold y'all to this, then I expect it to be taken seriously. I want to see bumps at spike on both sides of the court. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> no games. We're not just like nailing it over the, the net every time. You I'm know what saying, I mean? I'm saying. I can't be playing volleyball like that. It just wouldn't feel right. Uh-uh. Need to set that shit up, y'all. Yeah. There has to be intention. It's hard to, it's hard to go back to like such a ragtag game when you've grown up playing it and you right. know how it's supposed to be right. and you're just like nah i can't nah yeah can't y'all can't let y'all disrespect this exactly, shit exactly <laughs> exactly you're like i put in too much like sweat into those knee pads to be <laughs> playing like this yeah. <laughs> real shit i've seen some people take some some heavy spills mm-hmm. trying to slide on those knee pads before yeah definitely can recall there was actually a girl at my high school who was like ended up being some kind of prodigy because she's like so tall and could jump like so high and so like people are literally like i remember like playing games and the other team would just be like fearful because she was like so terrifying to like return from like 
but she's out there like playing college volleyball just crushing people's skulls probably damn that's what's up shouts out to that person shouts out lexi i don't remember her last name but you got shout it. out lexi <laughs> <laughs> maybe she'll listen to this maybe she won't she's probably busy crushing skulls like yeah. you said yeah <laughs> so what type of music was in the household for you growing up let's see my actually my dad's a musician so that's why i have any kind of musical talent so rock and roll like classics like that is what i bleed no i'm just kidding but like (laughs) every song that ever has been like a classic rock and roll song like is embedded in my brain and will forever be i don't really have a problem with it because it's like it's almost like kind of comical because like when I was younger, I would like actually sing the songs and just be like, yeah, music. But now I like hear the lyrics and I'm just like cracking up because it's just like grown men with like these very poetically dramatic like scenarios like I bleed and like, <laughs> I don't know, just but yeah, rock and roll for sure. My mom loves the Eagles. Like if I go back home right now, she's probably listening to the Eagles. My dad's like uh, he's from New Orleans, so he likes a lot of like bluesy kind of rock and roll. Word. So that's what I grew up on for that's sure. So. And then like once I hit a certain age and started uh, listening to po- like radio pop music um, and destroying my brain. No, I'm just kidding. But that like, you know, was my step away from it. And then eventually that like I feel like everyone has a certain point in their life where they like stop listening to the radio and start discovering all of their own types of music that they actually like. That's going to be my next not question. Not being like fed, mm-hmm. you know. When did when did that moment happen for you? Um. I like think like halfway through high school or something. I feel like <clears throat> streaming platforms didn't really become a thing until like around then. Um, or even if they did, like that's kind of when I found out about them. Like, And so like when I would put old music on my iPod, it would usually be like pop hits or like, you know, if it wasn't a pop hit, it was by an artist that had a pop hit or something like what that. What were your big pop artists of, oh that, my of God, that time? I don't want to embarrass myself. Roll through it. Oh, I've embarrassed myself. I'll embarrass myself first because I've said it so many times okay. on this podcast. First CD I ever purchased ever. This is me saying this. This okay. is this is a hip hop head, metal head, okay. rave guy. I hear you. First CD I ever purchased was... The 98 Degrees Christmas Sampler. I can't say I know that. It was like, because it wasn't even an actual CD. It was only like four Christmas songs. And Hmm. it was 98, did you ever know 98 Degrees? They're like a super terrible boy band from the late 90s. Man, I must have missed out on them just by like a little bit. They were, I would say they were probably the runner up in the shadows of NSYNC and okay. Backstreet Boys. That makes sense. It's like NSYNC, like Nick Lachey. You remember Nick Lachey? Yes. He was in 98 Degrees. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, We're learning. Yeah. I'm learning all about the history of pop music. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, I'm apparently the one to dole that information <laughs> out. And the first CD I ever purchased was their Christmas sampler. Well, you know. Four songs. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Do you remember the store FYEs? Oh, yeah. Of course. That's like, that's a feeling I'll definitely miss. It's just like, and like, yeah, you can go to a CD store and look through CDs. But I just feel like when that was like the thing you had to do to get the music you liked. It was more special. Yeah. You're just like, you're literally working for it. You're like, mom, please. Because you could only pick one or two things out of this exactly. whole store mm-hmm. so many genres of music exactly 
Anyways, so back to your embarrassing uh, oh, pop artist we were just now. Gonna forget nope. About it. Nope. We're not moving on past that, buddy. Um. <laughs> so this one's not embarrassing. I'll wear this one on my sleeve. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Oh hell my yes. Man. Yeah. You know? He was a. Uh, he was so. Ta- he still is talented, but he was like a true icon of his time. You JT's know? fire. Always will be. Um. I have to like say Katy Perry like okay that's the that's the guilty one honestly like and she had some bops that were not radio hits that were like really good but it's still a little embarrassing because at the end of the day it's also generic and like the lyrics just don't like now I like if the song doesn't have meaning I'm like eh but like her at the time like for some reason she was like tapping into my mind when was was when was the last time you listened to Katy Perry uh since high school I've, yeah no i have <laughs> okay, not word. like i have not intentionally listened to her music since then because once you find the like the stuff that really gets you then like that becomes history but also one more is Nicki minaj like Ooh, buddy in, yeah in high school like in middle school like she was to me was just like i was just like oh my gosh this woman is a fucking god that's a big one right there yeah that's yeah. a big one i mean like you know she when i was in like sixth or seventh grade is when she signed with young money so it's like she became really relevant and just was making banger after banger in that like time period of my life. This so is I was very just like, true. Very true. Shouts like, to wow. shouts to Nikki. I mean, she she definitely did the damn thing. Yeah, for sure. How, wait, what? I gotta know now. Even though you probably don't listen to Nikki too much anymore, I would assume. I actually I don't as much. Okay. Every now and then. Do you fall somewhere on the fence of this Nikki Cardi battle of who is uh, the better? I like. I'm all for the whole like not like comparing people but at the same time i don't think either of them are better i think they both have like a completely different approach you know what i mean um like i think Nicki minaj was more like i'm a weirdo who like you know is also like a like bad bitch thug or something okay and cardi b is more just like i don't know i just feel like they're so different i can almost not compare them i say this specifically as somebody who doesn't have an opinion on the matter because I don't listen to Nicki Minaj or Cardi B, so. Well, like, I I like Cardi B. I like her personality. I did see Cardi B at Rolling Loud. She's hilarious. Like, she obviously is, like, something that I feel like is easy to forget. She's, like, 24. She's, like, literally our age. Like She's so young. Like, she's a literal kid in a way. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh, yeah. So, it's, like, she's, I think, any of the things that have kind of, like, uh, been said about her or, like, you know, to be, like, detrimental to her or whatever – just kind of like I don't really hear them or I like kind of ignore them because I'm just like she's 24. She's like literally still a kid that's learning how to live. So. I feel that shit. You know, I started I started saw dance her ass off and perform her ass off at Rolling Loud yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah, and like I admire her like hustle of like I admire any artist that started with nothing and has like you know the support to now give to their family. That's Big just facts. like that can never be not beautiful. Big facts. You know. So we get past the embarrassing period of music now. Yes. And uh, I know you've got more in there, but you're hiding them. Um, <laughs> you don't have to go over them. It's okay. I don't really have any other ones that are like standouts. You know what I mean? Those are like definitely the standouts that I can just remember off the Katie top Katy Perry of my was head. the big one. Yeah, that was the like the one that, that was, was like, I don't want to say that. But yeah, she was on my iPod. <laughs> like, yeah, I listen to her music like every day in high school. But yeah, I said 98 degrees. I threw it out there first, you know. Um. Also so. Oh, so no, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, also like I, I was talking about branching away from all of that. And like what also helped with that was I started singing with my friend Isabel and we like started doing like little coffee shop gigs 
and we would so to like cover songs were so much harder to uh find like songs by these pop artists that sounded good with our sound so that's kind of what also brought us to like more independent artists that are like you know making singer songwriter yes music most definitely were you just doing uh acapella at the time with your friend or uh i was just playing guitar okay word and it started off like rocky because like playing guitar and singing at the same time is like was like challenging and and like playing the chords were really hard on my hands but once i got past that it was just like us two our voices harmonizing guitar it was a nice little when did you start playing guitar um let's see I think that also started in high school because I I started I picked up the ukulele first um, and I like learned a little bit about the ukulele, which like helped me transition into guitar because guitar was so hard for me because like I have really small hands. So to like play a really difficult chord took a lot of like uh, strength and pressure that I just didn't have. I got you. And so I started playing the ukulele and I was like, oh, this is so cute. And like I enjoyed that. And then I tried to like translate it to guitar and kind of like eventually taught myself a little bit of I gotcha. It was all internet knowledge, you know. I grew up playing piano. I've got these long, slender piano hands. There you go. And I tried to play guitar and that's kind of what happened to me. Yeah. I, I just bitched out. It's uh, hard. It really is. It's, it's owie, Yeah. Owie. And then your fingers like start getting hard and you're like, Oh, this it's is like not a not look. Cool. <laughs> like why am i doing this no but i i really appreciate uh my guitar's um nylon it's like a classical guitar so it's like a guitar that like somebody who plays like a spanish ballad would play because ah. it has like nylon strings and so it's basically like plastic and so it's so much easier on my fingers than the steel strings word because the steel strings like would like rip in your finger shit cuts yeah. yeah so i remember the first time that i started bleeding from it and i was like mm-hmm. nip yeah nip. the piano's never made me bleed before. yeah i'm gonna go love myself and play <laughs> the piano <laughs> yeah i am not doing this no thank you that's what's up though it was enjoyable to learn. It was like, and it's like, you know, anytime someone's been like, oh, how'd you learn? It's like, well, the internet, you know, had chords. Like my dad would always try to give me lessons, but it was so hard for me to understand like uh, music theory, which was how he was trying to teach me because I was just like so confused by music theory. Still am to this day. It's fucking difficult. Yeah. So just had to go the internet route, the YouTube tutorial route. YouTube university you know most definitely that shit saves lives it does it teaches you all kinds of things that's how i learned to podcast that's how i learned to change the lights in my car (laughs) yo real shit (laughs) real shit it'd be like that youtube's like the dad now (laughs) yo real shit (laughs) thank you youtube for being my dad thanks youtube so you start singing with your friend doing little random coffee house gigs i suppose yeah where do you uh, go from there? We had like, um, so first we would go to this open mic in Tampa. It was at a little um, coffee shop called Cafe Hay. It was like downtown and they had a thing every Thursday and it was like a family there. It was like awesome. Like all of the people there were just like, there was like comedians, poets and like us who were so young compared to everybody. And it was just like such a good freaking place i miss it so much and then we eventually um got a little every friday gig at this coffee shop near my mom's house it was called sips if you live in tampa go support my girl she's running her own business and she's awesome and she's always giving me lots of opportunities like playing every friday we would just like 
play for tips but it honestly was just like all of our friends would come and we would just hang out and play them music basically that's all it really was that's and cool. it was just like that's a friday night you know what i mean Hell that's yeah. that's that shit i do like <laughs> Hell yes yeah. most definitely anytime you get to play music for your friends that's, that's it feels good so good time. yeah and especially when you know they're enjoying it too like mm-hmm. it makes you feel good yeah makes everybody feel good for real so where did you branch out from musically after that um well then i I feel like it just like i feel like shit just opened for you around this time you know it's like i feel like it was weird because when i was in high school i was really focused on music and then i like started to paint as a hobby but then when i went to college i totally switched uh how i was taking or like focusing on things because i started going to school for like artistic related stuff so that became the more like forward thing and then the regimented yeah thing. and the yeah. music kind of fell back a little and i actually used to go to natura i don't know if you've ever been there oh yes r.i.p natura r.i.p natura indeed but that was like that kind of made up for that uh you know missing that like feeling of going to an open mic and having that family energy and i would go to natura and i would feel that and like enjoy and i met uh cool people there i have like still friends that i met there through just like playing open mics but now that they're not around i really haven't found something that's like has that kind of more like home open mic vibe i feel you so i kind of just like i didn't like totally stop playing guitar and ukulele have you been to dandelion on tuesday nights um no you should try there okay because like austin's is cool you know but it's like so crowded all the time and i'm like anxious about that i think you should check out dandelion uh on uh what is it thornton ave i think yeah Yeah, go there on a tuesday night okay their spoken word uh open mic shit is fire super chill kind of yes okay and it's outside in front of the place too so there is all of the room in the world okay cool that's what i really need you know because it is like music has always been something i love but i still get nervous all the time definitely you know so Definitely has to be a place that just feels inviting for me to be like, that's where I want to go all the time. I highly recommend going there. Okay. It's nothing but cool, chill vibes there always. Okay. I've I'm got an interesting I got an interesting story about Natura, actually. Okay, hit me. Way back in the day. This was like nine years ago or something. Um, I was a drunk asshole at the time. Oh, no. And uh, <laughs> I didn't do anything to anybody else. I'm scared. I, I was just a drunk. I did it to myself, really. I was just a drunk piece of shit. And I'm walking outside of Natura because somebody else was using the bathroom and I had to use the bathroom and I didn't want to wait. So I walk out to the other side of the parking lot across from Natura trying to get behind the like row of cars that are right there. Right. I'm walking along the cars and it's dark as fuck and I just swing my leg like into the vanity plate of one of the cars Mm -hmm. like just the side of the vanity plate and the vanity plate just sinks directly into my leg like an inch or two and i was drunk as shit wait why did your leg like swing like that because i was just walking and i wasn't paying attention and i couldn't see the the vanity plate like there because i'm just drunk and like lumbering Ah. around like an idiot yeah oh yeah so I, I basically just swung my leg into it while mm-hmm. I was walking. And it, it just sunk in like rice paper, basically. Oh, jeez. It was bad. 
and then I continued to drink for like the next two days. And so wait, you didn't like didn't take, take care, care of, of it. it? Nope, my nice. leg leg got infected. All <laughs> oh. kinds of shit. Oh yeah, just that's I, like that sounds like a really bad time. Yep, I you must know, say. <laughs> you know. So anytime I think of Natura now, that's although like I love the, that place, oh my god, that's the first memory that comes to mind. That's hilarious. It has nothing to do with Natura at all. It's just with me getting absolutely shit house. You know, when we were talking earlier about like coffee and stuff, yes. uh, but like I just started drinking coffee in the last like two years, let's say, and Natura I started going to when I first got here, which was like four years ago. Okay. And and I didn't drink coffee then, so I would always order hot chocolate. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> yes. That's fire, though. You know, I kind of miss those like. In Inno- that innocence, you know. I support that. It's. I need v- to get back to it. It's kind of strange really to do. think about drinking hot chocolate in Florida. Yeah. You know. But Everybody always looks at me like, "Why are you here?" <laughs> but it's like it's specific areas of Florida, though. I'm from North Florida originally, and it gets cold there in the winter. Like they actually have winter there, so I did grow up drinking hot chocolate there. But you know, Orlando, Tampa area. Yeah, I can't relate. It's not really. Never <laughs> been a reason to wear a black hoodie or drink hot chocolate, but I always do. I was gonna both. say, yeah, as you're wearing a black sweater, yes. I feel that though. Like I am literally a hoodie person. The only reason I'm not wearing a hoodie right now is because we're in this small room with all of the electronics going. Right. That's and the only reason. But you got this fan. I do have the fan, but I know I've I've put myself in this situation. What is it? 276 times before this. So I know what's going to happen True, every fucking time. You know, I think that like me not having an issue with like either hoodies or hot chocolate or whatever is because I've like adapted to the heat. You know what I mean? Like so like when people come here and they're like, oh, my God, like how could you possibly be wearing a hoodie? And they're from like up north. I'm like because I was born in this like swamp land. I'm always like the humidity is almost like normal. Like when I'm out of the humidity, I'm like, whoa, (laughs) what is this shit? Yeah, it's dry out here. I am a swamp person. I saw somebody post about uh, how like humid it is when you step out of the airport at uh, MCO. Uh I've never felt more humidity than right as you exit. And I saw the post and I was just like, why is that so accurate? It's so true. What do they have like misters being sprayed at you? The worst part about that is, is if your ride to pick you up isn't there on time and you have to sit in that area for like 20 to 30 minutes and that shit, like it just hovers around yeah. you it's yeah. just stagnant it's, like a cloud. Air. it's almost like there's a cloud it's at just the airport choking the life out of you just non-stop i remember when i went to colorado to visit everybody was just like oh my god like how are you doing with the heat yeah. are you okay are you cool are you good i was like <laughs> i was great i am fine yeah. i am fine and a half right now it's me? like dry heat so it's not like it like hugs you it's yes exactly like it's escapable versus florida's heat is inescapable i didn't realize that dry heat thing though that uh your lips get super chapped and oh all that God. shit so quickly seriously that was a new one for me and also like just being from florida you're so used to the moisture at all times so like when you go and you don't have like 80 percent humidity at all times you're like you're like oh i'm like dried out because it was like i'm not in humidity exactly but i definitely experienced that when i've gone on vacations and stuff we're kind of like water creatures we are we're amphibians out here we are we're swamp people (laughs) we definitely are we definitely are so anyways back to uh i love i love how the rants go on these shows (laughs) so back to your foray into the rest of the music oh okay so yeah i um 
you know, I go to college, I start doing more art related stuff, kind of like push music a little bit to the side. I still like will like sing with my friends. I like actually did like a little ukulele EP at one point um, a year or two ago. Maybe. Yeah, it was like a year ago. What's it called? It's called the vulnerability EP because it's just a bunch of songs that are like uh, every time I've ever written a song, it's just like here's everything I'm experiencing in my heart. And so I thought it was like extremely it's all extremely vulnerable songs. But um, but that was like the only like official music project that I've ever done because I just have like like not had as much time I want to put toward it and focus. But I'm really lucky that I've had friends that have kind of been like oh, I have this beat, like, can you sing? Because it just, like, puts me back in that headspace of making music because it's definitely something, like, you have to enter to, like, you know, feel, like, the flow of it. I feel that. But I'm hoping that I actually want to start, like, messing around with making beats and stuff of my own because I just, like, I would just enjoy, like, making something that feels, like, exactly what I want to, like, hear almost. Like, you know, like making a song where I'm like because there's like all these female vocalists I look up to and they'll be singing on these like super fly beats or something and I'm just like damn like I want to create something like that for myself you know I was talking to somebody recently about that specific thing actually um oh maybe you you might know her because she's from Tampa uh Betty Doll my girl yeah. i love her to death she yeah. is a literal angel on earth i she's, love her i love she's her she's pretty fucking dope I she's say so that. sick and yeah her beats that she just or like her music she just dropped recently so sick she's yeah killing we, it. we were just talking about that because I, I just did a podcast with her like two or three weeks ago in Hell tampa yeah dude i and, love her uh we had many conversations about psychedelics and right many conversations about many things dude the wisdom she dropped on that episode i like, bet i I literally, I literally just sat there and I didn't say shit. Yeah, no, honestly, like, I love to hear her speak. Um, she definitely, for somebody who has, like, you know, been dealt, like, everyone's dealt a different set of cards and she has made those cards into, like, the most beautiful thing. And I, I appreciate everything she has to say because she just comes at it from such a, like, you know, patient angle. Facts. And it's just like, goddamn, that's she, inspiring. She's got such a crazy story. For real. Like, yeah. People at home, if you didn't hear that one, go back and listen yeah, to that shit do too. Because that. that's a crazy fucking episode. And also, she's like, um, she's opened like healing services lately. Uh, so that's another thing that, like, if people are um, feeling like they kind of want to know more about, like, the insight she has, go check out her page and see that she's like, opening up a whole nother like uh you know service of healing which is just like what i feel like she does as a person without even realizing she's doing it yep, so most definitely shout out emmy one time i fucking love her but yeah we were having that conversation and she was talking about that how you know she'd done all the stuff with trap phone and everything mm-hmm. and then just recently how she'd been getting into her own production right and she was just saying exactly that she's like uh, the i like the concept of me being able to put my own feelings into like the beat exactly and the music like she's like nothing beats that honestly. that's your vision like yep. like when you make a song and it's all you that's your vision you know what i mean like when you collaborate with a music uh producer or even like a vocalist or whatever it's like that's like a collaboration so it comes out as a collaboration just as much as uh visual art like when you collab with someone your painting is gonna look a way that 
is because you're influenced by this collaboration versus when you just paint something yourself that is your like crystal clear vision exactly so i want to do that soon eventually that's my that's my future okay i see you i see you i fuck with this i fuck with this i've been thinking about it a lot i support this heavily i have to ask you how did you get involved with lazy moon since we're both lazy moon representatives here i'm dead since you brought (laughs) it up to me originally i have to bring it up now um let's see so i got the pizza tattoo bruh you got the like a lazy moon tattoo or just yes like i do okay i do have a lazy moon oh, tattoo yeah. the it's, more you know it's with myself and uh seven other people all have the same tattoo okay wait so did you work there too yes I okay wor- okay i worked there for three years okay. yeah cool cool so i worked at the original original yeah, one that wasn't even the one the one that's not there right, anymore yes right. i've been gone. told about it i never went to it oh buddy <laughs> Woo, buddy. Oh, man. Different times. Yeah, you know. Different times. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Well, um, I got involved because I needed a job. And As most people do. Yeah. And they had been opening their mills location. And I've gotten lucky because, like, before I had that job, the, sa- the other job I had also was opening a store. And it's just, like, they, like, bulk hire because they're just, like, we need to, like, have as many hands on deck when you open a store. Yep. So I just got lucky and I, you know, they were bulk hiring because Mills was opening and then I got hired. I worked there for like a, a year and some change, I think. Oh, OK. Oh, so you were fully involved in the, the culture then. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. It was funny because like I used to work at Mellow Mushroom and like everybody that I worked with like smokes pot. And then I like moved to Lazy Moon and everyone's like on their like drinking shit oh yeah and i was like oh (laughs) like they're like let's go like drink hella beer i was like introduced to like i feel like drinking more uh when i started working there honestly sounds about right yeah and (laughs) but i've like honestly i met like just as much as both of those restaurants i've met so many cool people through both those places like that just unique people like lazy moon has a lot of uh unique people in mellow mushroom i made like lifelong friends that like you know everyone's just so cool that's what's up yeah i just i don't hang out with as many lazy moon people nowadays as i used to because you know it just as you you know kind of just alluded to lazy has this thing where you go there and if you meet up randomly with some people that are there you only try to talk to them for like five to 15 minutes and then next thing you know it's like three hours later you're drunk as shit Everybody else has shown up. Everybody else is getting drunk as shit. I had that night last week for the first time in like, I don't know, maybe three years or some shit. It was interesting to say the least. You know, I like have I touched my penis with two other penises that night. Let's Oh. Lazy moon penises, yes. Wow. That's how it has how these things happen. Wow. I mean, there's a lot I n- of I never had like that blurry of a night with everybody cuz like I always lived like further. This is the so. funny part. I was completely sober the whole time. Oh. I was just touching penises just to touch them. Well, you know, I don't judge what, you know, <laughs> makes people feel their best or No, not at all. or what they need to do. You I know haven't seen I mean? my friends in a long time, you know? Yeah, I just got to say hello. It's myself and Ryan Kane. Ryan, I'm calling you out. Oh god fully uh, oh yeah and jake martin calling I'm you out too buddy <laughs> both of you guys oh and link too forgot about that link i touched three penises that night it's incredible what you <laughs> what you can get into when you work at a pizza restaurant yeah the uh 
Yeah, let's leave it at that. <laughs> there was like, I think my favorite thing about Lazy Moon was like the aesthetic of every person that worked there. Like everyone just had the most fire style. I like, agree. I feel like if you didn't, like you didn't really, like you like eventually left or something. I just knew I had to bring that up because the, the culture amongst the employees there is a uh, an interesting one. That's I would all. say so. I would say so. And it's definitely like you bring it up. It's like, I know it existed. So it's oh, like, yeah. you know, like. Oh, yeah. I'm well aware that it existed. And like, you know, when I left, like I, I have yet to really hang out with anybody again, which is sad because there's a lot of cool people. But they come and they go It'd be like that. You know, like you mm-hmm. said, like when you have a job, there's like this chapter and you're like everyone gets together and then you like go to your next job and that everyone gets together at that job. That's just exactly. How that, that's how that works. So. And the real ones stick around. Jose actually fired me. Shout out Jose for oh. firing me. <laughs> Thanks, bud. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> We're going to talk about that afterwards. Hell <laughs> yeah. Shouts out Jose. He actually just texted me today randomly. Wow. I know. I know. I'll tell him he said hi. He's a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Please do. <laughs> Uh, it's okay. His sister fired me, so you know. You know, that's uh, runs in the family. Apparently so. <laughs> yes, apparently fucking so. <laughs> anyway, so uh, what music fest did you go to first? How'd you get into the fest thing? Um, so my first ever music festival was a absolute shit show, but it was Sunset Music Festival in Tampa. Uh, everybody that I was like friends with in high school was like, "Oh, we're all gonna go to this festival," and I was just like, "Yeah." And so, like, that was, like, my very first one. It was in, like, 2014, maybe 2013. Is Sunset camping also? It's not camping. Okay, that's what it's I thought. It's at Raymond James, like, in, okay, the, yeah, in yeah. the lot. And it's kind of like the EDC of Tampa, but, like, smaller. Okay. Um, But they're getting bigger and bigger every year, just as every festival. That's, that's what I hear. I heard, I think I saw last year's lineup, and I was like, that shit looks kind of crazy. Yeah, like, you know, they they bring, like some kind of like more underground acts to the base stage that are like people that i know so like mm. i've actually gone to it like a couple times in the last couple of years just because like if a friend is playing or something i'm like okay but honestly i just like i'm a ginger i'm not trying to be like out in the florida sun in the summer it just like rips me to shreds <laughs> so like even though that was fun when i was like a high schooler running around like a like you know rabbit now i'm like if i'm not in the shade i'm not enjoying like full enjoyment i feel that um but at least yeah. you own that you know that and you own yeah it. and it's like people are like just wear a sunscreen i'm like you don't get it it doesn't work like i that. feel <laughs> the sun on me you know what i mean it's not it's just not it. everywhere i go yeah it's like i'm pale for a reason you know what i mean you I, need one of those like uh what was it the old dudes at the beach used to wear they'd have like the little hat with the umbrella on top of their hat like coming oh, yeah. out of it oh yeah i think i'll just carry an umbrella like be one of those people that just use it for the sun. I can work. That's what my grandma does. I'm into it. That's I haven't it. done it yet, but I'm into it. That's what she does every day of her life. And you should because the sun rays can really mess your shit up. Yes, which actually brings me back to your comment about the hoodies in Florida. Yes. I work outside. I wear long sleeves every day. Right. And every day. Right. And all con- and all construction workers do in yep. Florida because it's like if you don't, you're like basically risking skin cancer. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Like I heard you're supposed to actually wear sunscreen every day, like a low SPF, but you're literally supposed to protect your skin every day. Obviously, nobody does. Yep. But it's like that just goes to show that that shit can really damage you. Oh, you hell know? yeah. Most definitely. And in my thing, the reason why I wear long sleeves 
and not sunscreen is because like I'm out in the sun all day. I'm all sweaty and that sunscreen yeah. gets all nasty Oily and, and goopy. Yeah. Yeah. And You're just like slimy. Yeah, no. No one wants to hug a slimy sunscreened up person. Yeah. Not that I'm getting many hugs out on the I construction say, site, but you yeah, know. I was gonna say do you guys it's more penis touches out there also, too. You know, it's a, it's a recurring thing in my life. I haven't worked construction yet, but I don't think I want to. <laughs> Why is that? I don't have an active penis to touch <laughs> with other penises. You know, there are women without penises that work in construction also. I've actually only seen one female construction worker in my entire life. That sounds about right. Yeah. Like that's that's usually the the right ratio, I would say. I think I've literally seen one. It was on Colonial. Yep. yep. <laughs> like you said, I remember it was on it. Colonial. I remember it because I was like, whoa, like, <laughs> I've never seen that before in my life. What's happening here? They're doing this now? Wow. Hi. Caesar, very vocal today. Okay. I was going to feed him before this so he wouldn't do exactly what he's doing right now. And, and he's I, like, I didn't do it. It's okay. He's, yeah. if he needs the love, he can get it. Yeah. Yeah. He'll, he'll get it. Whatever. Caesar, you'll get it when you get it, buddy. Anyways, so sunset, your first fest, and then from there. Um, from there, I did like uh, I went off to school. I did Counterpoint Music Festival in Georgia. Oh, I heard that. I didn't go to Counterpoint. I heard that shit was crazy. Counterpoint was my first camping festival, so it totally opened me up to the hippie world, and I was just like, "Whoa, these are my people." Oh, that's when you caught the bug. <laughs> not not yeah. after sunset no sunset was like you know a bunch of like like dirty under not dirty as in like just like literally like filth like dirt on them like oh, underage know. kids like hella like lost because they're all taking like who knows what kind yep. of substances so like types. i almost like was like Ooh, when i first went to sunset but then i went to counterpoint and i was like ah this is nice like open field you know, like artists spray painting murals and stuff. It was really cool. I actually went to see Chet Faker. It's like one of my favorite Ooh. artists ever. He canceled ten minutes before a set. I found Ooh. out. Yeah, it was a rough. It was a rough experience, but at the same time, like it was such a good festival. And and even though that one was also like in the complete open, and me and my friends got really sunburnt. Other than that, it was still really great. It was like it's what kicked it all off, and now I still go to festivals to this day. That's what's up. I know you, uh, don't you fuck with the 40 ounce collective also too? Yeah, those are my boys. Uh-huh. Um, I'd like. I was fucking with them at a uh, tipper and friends. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. I was at their, uh, their the renegade, renegade stage. Dude, yeah. I was over there too. Oh some shit. Of the time. Oh shit. Um, but yeah, those are my homies, uh, Carlos Tango, you know, they, we like me and Carlos kind of like talked about last year, like what he could really do with all of these. Like he just like knows like every human ever in the scene. And so we were, like, discussing, like, what can be done about that? Like, what can you really do to, like, you know, use your, like, the fact that you just know everybody and, like, make something, you know, special that involves music because he's really into the underground bass scene. Mm. Um, and, like, 40 Ounce Collective was born. And then I just literally drew this, like, I don't want to call it really shitty because it's the logo, but, like, I drew, like, a 40 Ounce, like, a little doodle. And, you know, since then, it's just, like, it's just growing and growing. It's really it's really awesome to watch. I'm super proud of all of them. Very dope. I've been trying to to get these boys on the show. I will factually make it happen. Yes. I will I will get my minivan and pull up and pick yes. them up. Yes. Hell yes. But, yeah. yeah I'd like to do a podcast with them 
at a fest. You should. You should. That'd be dope. Yeah, no, definitely. And they're, they're, they'll probably be at Huluween, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah, I guarantee. I think I'd already saw posts from them saying they were going to be at Hula. Yeah. I think they might bring a stage there, too. That'd be awesome. Potentially. But, yeah, they're, like, they're doing the thing. You know, they... They actually won the Mew Magazine Award for Collective of the Year. And funny enough, they were all like in Miami. So I go up on stage and accept it. And I'm like the awkwardest person ever sometimes. And I'm just like, oh, like, hello, like, da, 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 da. Maybe that's why I said that I thought you had received an award that night. Then. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. That I just sense. like went on stage. I was like, yeah, they're all in Miami. You should check them out. Blah, blah, blah. Like go. And like, hell yeah, they totally deserve that because they have truly been like just like creating something and it needed to like be recognized because it is like a rapidly growing thing definitely i tried to talk to as many people as i could at tipper and friends but if we're being completely honest from the moment i got to (laughs) swanee to the moment i left swanee Mm -hmm. i was absolutely the definition of spun just that's hilarious so spun buddy i got like i just get like sometimes just like i got so trashed on alcohol like it was it was interesting to say the least it was an interesting one for me i think i drank like everclear at one point you know what i mean i don't i don't know you know (laughs) what i mean my god i'm not proud of it but it's like when somebody pulls out like a plastic bottle of vodka and you're just like, I'm going to regret this. But the alcohol on you is like, do it. Here like, we go. <laughs> that was Tipper and Friends for me. I had an I had a similar experience with Jameson, but with other things as well. So the group of people that I met up with, shout out to all my Nashville homies. These, hey. little, these little kids. Oh, boy. These little kids. I literally, you know, you people at home, you already know what I do. Come on. Let's let's be real. I'm not saying anything new here. All right. right. I pull up to their campsite. I get out of my car. I do my initial hellos. Mm -hmm. The initial hellos begin also with the third or fourth person I say hi to with a fat spoon of K. Oh, God. And needless to say, I'm doing ketamine as soon as I get to the, the campsite. And I realize right after I do the ketamine with them that I haven't even set up my campsite yet. That's like, and I say, "Oh shit!" Now I gotta like, now it's a race against time until the K kicks in. I'm so dead. I can set up my fucking tent, yo. Like I got it just in time, and I think I literally just like laid down on my tent floor without like my bed set up or anything after that because the K hit, and I was like, "Oh okay, we're done now." I'm dead. That's now like, there's like two types of people in the world, and there's those kind of people who like start before the campsite's up, and then there's like me who is like. I have to, like, create everything that's about to, like, happen before I even think about, like... See, here's the thing. Usually when I get there, I open my handle of Jameson. I'm drinking Jamo. I'm setting everything up. But then when you see homies and it's just like, oh, we got it. I mean, they literally, like, they literally just shoved it in my nose, basically. Like, I honestly didn't even have a choice. Right. I I get that. That's, like, that's a lot of the people that I know that end up in that same scenario. Yeah. That whole... Okay, thing. That's not not my thing. It's a dangerous. It's, not my thing. It's really dangerous right now. I must say, dude, and, it's super dangerous. And I also just like you know, I think that it, like nothing uh should be normalized and like even like caffeine or alcohol. Like I don't think any of those things should be normalized. I think we should always be talking about them in a way that's like delicate. You yes. know what I mean? Or like uh, with moderation right, and respect. Exactly. And so in deliberation about what you do and your actions. Exactly. And so I really hate that like the scene of music I'm in is so influenced by that because it's just 
it's kind of like hard for people to escape it and it becomes so normal and it's then heavy. there's people who like don't want to get into the scene because they're like what is all this going on like what the fuck it's you know? so heavy because like i mean not not saying anything against this group of people I'm with, but you know, a lot of them are heavy ketamine users. Right. And you know, lots of times where I'm just like, okay guys, I'm not waiting around for you. I'm going to go listen to the music that I paid to be here for. Right. Right. I'm not going to fucking sit here, Kate out and just not do this. Right. It's rough. It's rough to see that. It's a thin, it's a thin line to walk, but some people have to sometimes sadly learn the hard lesson about those things. Very true. To come back from that, you know, haze, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. but And, like, to each their own. No exactly, ju- yeah. No judgment, you know what I mean? Like, do do whatever you want to do to, like, party and have a good time. But, like, the the current, like, state of, like, doing any powder is just dangerous. And, oh, yeah, hands down. And Especially with fentanyl exactly, around everywhere, exactly. man. That's like, what I really am, like, talking about because it's, like, there's people that have ingested it that have like come close to death. Like that will never be worth any type of fun. Nope. It just won't be. Nope. So I just put that message into the air of like warning everybody. Cause it's just like, you know, just don't do it. That's why I talk so openly about that type of stuff on the podcast. So people can have those kinds of things through my experiences as well. Right. Because like myself, I'm 28 now I've done K a few times in my life, Mm -hmm. but it's always like with moderation, things like that. I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I'm not going the fuck in like that because I've been there in the past and I've experienced it when I've went the fuck in. And Mm -hmm. I know that that's not necessarily a good place to be in. Right. So that's why I always talk about this shit so openly on the podcast so other people can either learn from my mistakes or learn from the lessons that I apply to my own life now. Agreed. Know what you're putting in your body, people. Yeah. Always. Always know. Do your fucking research, Everything please. in moderation, too, is like the number one, you know, everything in moderation. So. Do your goddamn research before you put something in your body. That's that's all I got to say. Same. Just do it. Co-signed. Arrowid.org. Look it up. <laughs> E-R-O-W-I-D. That's all you need to know. You can find anything you want on there about any chemical. Have you ever fucked with that before? Um, I believe I've been to that website. Airwood's the best. They've got all kinds of like uh, first-hand accounts and stuff of uh, people's experiences yeah, or like, different and things. Yeah, and that's like, I've always been somebody that's like, I could never just like do something. Like if I was like, huh, like what's that? And then like ingest it. Like no, I had to like, I'd have to like just know everything there is to know about it first. Like that's how I've always been with anything. I was like, I've always been a really late bloomer to like trying things or like, even like drinking or whatever it is just late because I've I'd like to like see and like research something before I just like do it for the sake of doing it. Most definitely. There ain't no point. If you don't know what's going to happen to you, you need to know what's going to happen to you. Yeah. At least have an idea. Exactly. So back to your art and everything now. Okay. So I think the first time I saw your shit might have been at the link up okay yeah totally i did the link up twice i think i saw it the first time you did it i'm trying to remember what i put in the first one versus second one but either way there was one where i did like some collaboration paintings on some jackets with my homegirl so it was like can't remember if that was it there was some articles of clothing um hanging up and then a few art pieces and then 
trying to remember the piece I put in the first one that I was in. But either way, I love that event and those girls and they kill it. Most definitely. It was a pleasure to, it's always been an honor to like be in anyone's show that's at the Hanau Center. Like most definitely love the Hanau, love the, all the kids who throw shows there. I just remember, I mean, there's so many dope artists there, you know, visual artists, but I just remember, (coughs) excuse me, when I saw your stuff, you know, just the style of everything. It just pops so much. Right. It's like, what the fuck is going on? People are like, I don't, people are like, what's wrong with the eyes? (laughs) That's usually the comment I get. I didn't, I never said what's wrong with the eyes. I just thought the eyes were what attracted me at first. I was just like, oh shit, what is going on over here? There's some shit over here. All right. That's hilarious. What kind of, uh, do you have like an inspiration behind that whole style at Um, all? So let's see. So first I'll just say like I'm influenced by cartoons. Like if I do watch TV, I'm watching cartoons. What's your favorite cartoons? Adventure Time. Alrighty. Um, regular show. And then like if we're gonna go to the like childhood classics, like Hey Arnold, Courage Cowardly Dog. Word. Um I was gonna say I can definitely see courage in there for sure. Oh yeah, I love how eerie that show was. Meow. Yeah. That was a bad Eustace impression. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> he was he was a hard one to impress. But like yeah, I just love cartoons. So that's like my number one influence for just like wanting to create cartoons is cause like I have the same desire to like create a world of my own through just drawing it, you know. No SpongeBob? Um SpongeBob's a classic. Okay. Anybody that doesn't like SpongeBob, I don't understand you as a person. Okay. Um, so yeah, you passed, you passed that one, but I was like definitely more of a Cartoon Network kid than a Nickelodeon kid. If I had to like label myself, Ed, Ed and Eddie love Ed, Ed and Eddie, (laughs) love Ed, Ed and Eddie. Yes. Um, and then another one of my influences is an artist from, well, actually I don't know if he's from Florida originally, but Sebastian Coolidge, he's like always doing stuff in St. Pete. Okay. Um, he's kind of has a lot of he's like influenced a lot of my like thought process on like the depth you can use in a cartoon uh like when you're creating one um and then the character that I've been drawing for the last couple years actually like the first time I ever drew it I was working at Mellow Mushroom and it was really really slow and so I was just drawing random characters and like sticking them on the line because I was bored so I'd like just like put up these characters for like the cooks to look at because I was just like what am I doing with my life and so i like drew that pizza has a way of like making you think that you're just like fuck especially when it's slow you're just like oh my god like pizza's running my life right now yeah this is pathetic and then you go home (laughs) smelling like it it's a whole that's the worst part it's a whole equation and then you You find cornmeal in your like underwear you smell your clothes the next day yeah it still smells like fucking dough (laughs) oh my god but uh, I draw, like, the character without the eyes and the tongue. I, like, stick it up in the line. And then I, like, hung on to those characters I drew for a little while, kind of just looked at them. And then eventually, like, it developed, and I just started drawing it all the time. And and then, like, I realized, like, I always wanted a style. Like, I just was like, I don't have a style. I need to have a style. Like, every artist has a style, like, all the ones I really look up to. And then I just started drawing that character over and over and over and over again. And now people are like, oh, I really like your style. And I'm just like, yeah, like I learned like all a style is. It's just like creating a signature thing that you do. And Pretty that's much. like that's all it is. Like same thing with music. You have a sound like what are your specific chords? What are your specific instruments? Like that's your style, exactly. you know. So once I started doing that, I just like have like developed it and developed it and 
you know, here I, here I am now. That's what's up, yo. Yeah. So what, <clears throat> what put, man, my throat is just really going out on me this today. The tea was like there for you and now it's I like, know, yeah, I yeah, know. This, dry. this is a, uh, I need a second cup. Apparently I need to get my roommate off his ass and make me some tea. <laughs> um, so what pushed you into the customization stuff? Because I've been looking at all of the clothes, them shits fire thank you so much fire it's definitely been like my pride and joy like lately um so uh back in the day me and my brother saw this like really shitty screen printing machine called you do and it was just like the most like simple printing like t-shirt thing ever and i remember we were like let's save up for it and like you know we never got it because it was just like what is this thing but then I get to college and eventually meet my friend Harry, who goes by Akiros. He's an artist out of Orlando. Okay. And I find out he screen prints, and I was, like, already, like, obsessed with the thought of it. And then I just started doing it through his setup. And so I'm so thankful for him because otherwise I wouldn't have gotten into it. Um, and I make my, like, first shirt, and I was just, like, trying to see what the reactions were. And I got, like, good reactions from my friends, and they're all like, yeah, like, I want one. And so I was like, okay, cool. This could be a thing. And then I kind of do it more and more. And then like, like I said, like now I actually have my own setup and, and I'm just learning all of these different ways of doing it. And, and then it's like, now I've been collaborating with like musicians who want merchandise, um, specifically people that I'm like friends with though, just cause it like keeps it special. Definitely. Um, but like I'll do a merchandise design for them and then we'll like sell like a limited amount and it's like a special thing for everybody. I just got deja vu, but a special thing for everybody, like the person who gets it for me because I'm like, you know, just like doing what I love. And then also for the artist, uh, that gets the merchandise cause it's like something unique for them too. That's you definitely. Know? So it's really become a beautiful, beautiful outlet in my life. I can see the passion already. Like as soon as you start talking about it, you just like whoop, I love it. you like light up immediately. Yeah, yeah. Screen printing such as it's like almost a science in a way, and so like it could be. It depends if you like if someone has interest in it. If it's something someone's not interested in, it's like probably the most boring thing you've ever heard. But if you have interest, it's like the coolest thing you've ever heard. Word. You know. Have there been some uh, some crazy fuck ups so far? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> like actually, on the last batch that I printed, I did so many that were off center, and I actually talked about having like a pop up shop where I just sell all my misprints because that'd be fire. Yeah, because like you know, it's not like they're totally garbage or whatever. Like they're still worth something. They're just not perfect. Exactly. But screen printing is like why I love it so much is because nothing will be perfect. Like that's just the reality. Like you can't. Like, you could try so hard to make something, every single shirt, exactly the same in the same position. But at the end of the day, like, it's, they're all going to be just a little different. Most definitely. You know? Um, but, yeah. I've seen some crazy pictures of people wearing your shit in oh, crazy yeah. places. Yeah, definitely. Definitely have like some love out all there. all over the world type shit. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> this shit is crazy. It makes me feel so lucky. You've got support out here, yo. For sure. Truly. I got like, I actually went to a festival in California um, in June or it was at the end of, or no, it was at the end of May, beginning of June. It was called the Unts and it's in California. It's like, they're so sick. Like the people who run it are so tight. Um, and I met a bunch of people who like support my Ruku Customs thing. And they, everybody was just so like real and like the uh, love I received just felt so good because it just like, 
I feel like people really hear my message through that brand and like they like kind of like almost get to know me in a sense by supporting me and so when I meet them it's like meeting like a lifelong friend almost like and I met so many people at that festival that I was just like wow like I wish you lived on the other side of the country so we could kick it you know what I mean um, you want to know something funny? Yes. When I was looking at the Ruku Customs page earlier, mm-hmm. uh, I saw out of that group of Nashville people that I know, a couple of them follow you and shit. Oh, really? I was like, God damn. Hell yeah. That's okay, shit. Honestly, like a lot of that love comes from collaborating with these artists that are in the bass scene that we all know and yep. stuff. And, and I'm so lucky to work with people that like, you know, further my like, um, like, your reach yeah yeah exactly because it like just like opens the doors to knowing all these really awesome people because like those people are probably super sick it's the thing that i tweet out every single day is like creative support creatives like we always we always have to build each other up in this community because without like just without each other and without us putting each other on then no one else is going to hear about us exactly Exactly. And it's like, and, and when you really find a good friend and you're both doing something really cool and they can kind of like, um, intertwine in a way, it's like, you're just, you're doing something special. Like these collaborations I do for people, I don't feel like, oh, I'm doing this person's merch. I feel like I'm like collaborating on something with them and it just feels like really good, especially when it's like a close friend. You That's know? how it should be. Yeah. Straight up. It should be like that. Most definitely. I mean, anytime, anytime you're doing a collaboration with somebody, it should be genuine because I think I can already tell from the Ruku custom stuff because most of these collaborations are with your close homies mm-hmm. and are genuine. People see that exactly. and they actually feel it. Exactly. As opposed to, you know, just like a, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. Like not that, not that you're doing anything like that, but just like a regular hashed out design. Right. That's just like something you just put out there just for people. Or to if someone that like, I don't know that well was like, Hey, I need this merchandise design. Like I don't really necessarily almost like want to do it unless it is someone I like listen to their music and they're my friend because then it just doesn't feel as real. Like it's going to hit you different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause that's a, I mean, if you actually listen to the person's music and you enjoy their music and you enjoy them as a person, right. you're going to draw different inspirations yeah, from exactly, those things. Exactly. Whereas when it's somebody you just don't even know them, you're just gonna be like, okay, where the fuck do I even start? Exactly. Like, I totally feel that. Um, I was going to say also something I think that is like the relatable aspect of Riku customs is, uh, like not trying to make it this like corporate like sounding business like I'm always just trying to be like this is like a human like here I am I like do this thing versus being like I don't know I've just seen a lot of companies that are very like polished and that's just like the most unrelatable thing in my opinion it's like how am I supposed to feel like I know this like person if they're like like I don't know even just using the word we like if I was like we're so excited it's like no like this is me like hi I Renee I'm like so stoked to you know what I mean it's just like I'm just not really ever trying to make it some kind of like corporate sounding like professional business. Like I, this is like my thing. I totally feel you that. You know what I mean? Totally feel that. That's relatable. That's it's, human. That's human shit right there. It's weird. I used to have co-hosts on the podcast. So back then uh, when I would put the descriptions out and whatever, I would say like we right, and right. us. Which but, is appropriate. In but now terms. it's just me and I was doing it for a little bit after that and i just started realizing i was like wait there is no there's no we there's no us it's It's just me like yeah so i literally there's still some times where i'll be typing out a description 
and I always proofread everything because, you know, if you yeah. went to grammar school, you, you proofread your shit before yeah. you turn it in. You get a rough draft and yeah. then you do your final draft. And there'll be times still all the time where I'm like proofreading something that I've written and I'm looking at it. I'm like, God damn it. I put we again. Right. God damn it, man. But it's important that, you know, you and I am glad gotta, you do now. Yeah. You got to put that connection. out. Yeah. You know, it's like we're just the same as everybody else. Literally, man. Anybody that creates anything, no matter how famous or, you know, not famous they are. They're just a human being making yep. shit like at the end of the day. And they're going to die just like the rest of us. Literally. Not to be super morbid, you know, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> life, man, life and death. It's all about duality. Yeah, I mean, it's the truth, you know. It yeah, but it's is. like I just, you know, I wish, like, although I do like have my own people that I like slightly idolize, I think that's like so important to remember is that every single person behind any company, any musician, whatever, is just like a person, a human being, making shit. Most definitely. Is there anything that we didn't touch on that you'd like to touch on? Um, I feel like you do so much shit. I literally do. It's <laughs> ridiculous. I know when I first was like on my way over here, I was like, I wonder what we're going to talk about. Because I literally like don't even, can't do, even keep it all in my everything. head. <laughs> I think it's like, I kind of feel like that's, it's funny because like my mom has had so many hobbies since I was younger. And I think I get that from her is that like, Rather than being, like, a master of one thing, I would love to be, like, somebody who, and I always say, like, mediocre, but I know I'm, like, people, all my friends will be, like, shut up. But anyways, like, you know, I just, like, want to know a little something about everything. I want to, like, understand. Jack of all trades, if you will. Yeah, different art forms, different music styles, whatever it is. Um, But I think we did touch on everything. I'm good. I know it. (laughs) yeah yeah it's like i don't know man uh i tried to i tried to make sure that i had all my ducks in a row okay wait i have one more thing to say all right run it up okay so last year i did an art show it was called a pretty cool art show it was my first art show ever um it was like just like a showcase of my work that i had done for like however many years um shout out to betty doll she actually played the one in tampa um and then i did an art show in february this year called a dreamy showcase it was uh, a show based on dreams because that's like my obsession in this life is like i dream every night write it all down try to like interpret it yada 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 um but then i have one that i want to do in november and i'm pretty sure i'm going to do it so yeah so right. that's that's what's to look forward okay, to. Okay, word. That's yeah. uh that's a don't make fun of me, but that is my birthday month. Oh really? What's yeah. your birthday? Uh November fifteenth. Cool. Yes. That was like literally I had to decide between two dates and that was one of them. Oh! I didn't pick that one, so like you can still do whatever you do on your birthday. Okay, word. All right. I'm scot free, guys. <laughs> Woo, buddy. You're not slave to my art show, but everybody else is. Oh, true that. You ha- you hear that, slaves out there? slaves <laughs> that sounds weird coming yeah. out yeah a little weird but you um know. but yeah i'm gonna try to do that it, it will be at the hanau center again hell yes and it'll be a bunch of like local people you know that kind of thing yeah whenever it's uh coming around the bend around that time of november feel free to shoot me flyers and whatnot cool. and I, will, I will gladly share hell yeah thank you yes indeed if you have any last words anything you'd like to say now is your time to let these people know what it is okay um so i guess i guess my final words would be that 
anybody's capable of anything ever and i think that the fact that we ever think there's like some kind of limitation in any way like whether it be resources or whatever um you just have to fight past those like doubts in your mind like even if you were like tomorrow i want to learn how to fly even though i'm a human and i have no wings i bet you that if you work toward that every day for a year two years however long you'll eventually be able to fly i bet you know um so those are my takeaway words and also everybody that's listening right now will dream tonight and when you wake up you should write it down yeah hey <laughs> i fuck with that i gotta say i dig your vibe thank you very humble thank you i'll give you that because you make a lot of good shit I, i'm sure everybody tells you that all the time i'm not trying to gas you up or anything <laughs> i just like what you do and you thank make you. a lot of good content so keep doing that i will try my hardest i'm definitely copping some uh some ruku shit hey. in the future too most definitely hell yeah please let these people let uh, let them know once again your social medias and all that stuff where okay. they can find you so if you want to know who i am as a person the instagram <laughs> is ren ken, ren underscore ken um which is just renee king and then uh my art is at art of ren ken and then my uh clothing is at ruku customs and and then if you found you could like type in Ruku Customs on Google and you'll find it. Yes, indeed. But thank you so much for having me. No worries at all. Thank you for coming in. I A appreciate pleasure. it. Yes, 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 indeed. You can't please support my girl here. Give her a follow. Like her shit. Got some art. Nah, I mean. Got some clothes. Yeah. Nah, I mean. Listen to her ukulele EP. Nah, I mean. Yeah, we're all trying to like, you know, we're all trying to make it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, come on, come on. But yeah, she's a dope one. Show her some love. Most definitely. And yeah, you can follow me personally on Twitter at the Steez Trap and on Instagram at the Steez Trap. And with all that good shit aside, we are done here for today. I'm going to make me some tea. I'm going to enjoy me some tea. I don't know why I'm doing that accent. But it's a good one. It's all right. I'll take it. It is what it is. Okay, I'm done with the accent now. I think <laughs> maybe okay I'm really done now thank you guys for listening as always much appreciated y'all take care of each other much peace and love <laughs>